Small business, entrepreneurship, self-employed. In a world filled with buzzwords and clout chasing, you might find yourself desensitized by these monikers. But as you join me in this series where I sit down with local small business owners and discuss their passions and missions, you'll see that entrepreneurship will take on many unique forms and personalities. This is Small Business Big Heart on Cooler Conversations. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to Cooler Conversations. I'm your host, Tyler Smiley. Today is another Tuesday episode of Small Business Big Heart. Today, I am joined by owner and coach of CrossFit Simplicity, a premier CrossFit gym based in downtown Burlington, North Carolina, Daniel Blackwell. What's up, Daniel? What's up? What's up? Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being on. Um, I was going to ask, especially with what's going on in the world, how has... How has CrossFit and even just being a gym owner been during quarantine? It has been crazy. This is unprecedented times, actually. So it's it's definitely been um, it's definitely been wild. When this thing opened up and took off, I thought, man, you know, we're looking at, you know, I don't know, two weeks, maybe a month. You know, we'll kind of play ball. You know, CrossFit's a big part of, um, you know, just the community, and and we want to feel like. Um, you know, we're, you know, big supporters of just our area and our local area. So we, you know, we bought in for lack of a better word and, um, you know, shut down and everything. And then man, one month turned into two, turned into three. And so it's been, um, it's been wild. We've never experienced anything like this before, for sure. So we actually, um, we loaned out a bunch of equipment to our members and everything, um, checked it all out to them. They were able to kind of take some stuff home and, and do it there. But then, just full disclosure, got far enough along. We just kind of had to bite the bullet and say, hey, we're uh, we're opening back up. So June 1st, we actually opened our doors back up, kind of limited capacity, and we're, we're rocking and rolling now. So it's been I wild. Think I think that's one really interesting thing about CrossFit is, you know, everyone talks about the socially distant, but as someone who has done CrossFit, like you're not really – talking and like bumping into anybody no no we're able to keep you know and this is going to ca- sound kind of funny and um but you know and i would never want to call out any other kind of like business or nothing like that but you know that was what got kind of ironic you know you're walking around like lows you know grabbing some stuff to kind of you know we spruced up the gym we use it as a great time it, honestly for me um we opened up about three years ago uh, uh february 2017 and then we were shut down for about two months just recently when we opened up, it was like a grand reopening. I mean, we, we painted everything in the gym, um, redid a bunch of stuff, redid some flooring, um, you know, just redid our bathroom floors. So it, you know, it was like a grand reopening, but it was funny. Yeah. You walk around Lowe's or on um, the grocery store. Um, and it's like, man, you know, if I'm not catching Corona here, <laughs> I'm definitely not going to catch it at the gym. So that was kind of our thing too, is that we like, you know, we were like 5,000 square foot, um, and, you know, our normal classes before all this, you know, uh, I'd say eight to 12 people. Obviously, we have some classes that might run a little slower, some classes that might be, you know, 15 plus. Um, but in general, you know, in that amount of space, in that kind of environment, we're seeing what everybody's touching, what everybody's using. You know, I mentioned this to people, which is kind of funny, but if you, you know, you've been around CrossFit gym, um, cleaning and sanitizing after a workout is pretty much commonplace and we've been doing that for years 
So, you know, now we just have a heightened sense of, you know, really making sure things are getting wiped down. But um, our members have been really supportive. We've actually, um, everybody is, is, you know, is ready to come back and has been doing their part. You know, we've had every once in a while we'll have somebody say, hey, look, something happened in my work. Just to be safe, I'm not going to come in for a week or two till that person gets tested. And so I think just that kind of awareness of it's been allowing us to keep moving pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I was going to ask too, uh, for you personally, has the quarantine affected your fitness? Um, you know, I hesitate to say this. I think the rock, you follow the rock, Dwayne Johnson, mm-hmm. people were asking him to post workout videos and, uh, he was like, Hey, I don't want to be, you know, part of my friends, like an asshole. And, uh, be showing you a bunch of videos of me working out when nobody has access to their gym. So, but in, you know, full disclosure, you know, I was there every day making videos. We made a video um, pretty much every day, put out a video to our members on YouTube. That was just like, you know, Hey guys, here's your workout for today. Here's some different um, scaling um, body weight variations, different options, depending on what equipment you have taken home. And so I was still there kind of testing the program and stuff a little bit. So, um, you know, in reality, and some of our members experienced this as well, we actually had some members that because of their work situation um, were actually able to kind of devote a little bit more time to their fitness. So I had heard from multiple people that were off work. And so they worked out, you know, almost every day or actually got together in really small groups outside, um, you know, kind of pulled some of their equipment together that they had checked out. And so, so for me personally, I was in there, um, but it's interesting time. It's so weird. It's, uh, you know, I've had more time with my kids than I've had, you know, in forever, they were out of school or homeschool and I'm off work. Um, you know, more time just to do mobility, you know, recover, get good sleep. Um, but at the same time, it got a little bit like it got old after a while, for sure. Definitely yeah. ready to be back, <laughs> be back into it. It's been crazy. But but yeah, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't too bad for us, really. Um, but I could tell everybody was ready to kind of turn the page and get on to it. So for sure. It's, it's wild. So uh, getting into the overall what is CrossFit simplicity? Uh, like back to the beginning, what inspired you to open up your gym? Oh yeah, this is crazy. So I don't know how much time we have, you know, I, um, so I actually, so I had another gym before this. So this is all, this is all kosher to talk about, right? How deep do we, are we diving here? But this is a Joe Rogan kind of podcast. Let's okay. All right. We got three hours. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so, you know, so this is interesting as far as like, you know, so you think about like being an entrepreneur, like I would say, like in this sense, like you're an entrepreneur, you've started this, you've created this, right? Pretty like absolutely from scratch. So I was, I wanted to drive, I drove dump trucks. My dad owns, um, definitely about to plug this, which I don't know how many of our listeners are looking for rock, but my dad owns JV Blackwood Sons Trucking. So they've been doing um, dump truck hauling. Uh, he's actually been in business for like 21 years now. Um, so he worked for the town of Elon, saved a little money, like, cashed out his pension took a risk bought a dump truck started doing that so when I was young I was like hey that's what I want to do I want to you know follow in the footsteps drive dump trucks and uh, I wasn't even going you know didn't want to go to school didn't want to do nothing and so he was like ah that's not going to fly you're going to go to school like you know go to college after this he said you look you might wake up in five years and realize you just hate it and you're just done with it you know then what are you going to do so fast forward didn't quite take five years, <laughs> but one day I'm like bouncing around in this truck and I'm like, man, I'm just, you know, and I know you might listen to something, but I'm like, Hey, look, yeah, I just, this is not for me. Right. I got it. I just want something more. I'm looking for something different. And so at the time I was going to CrossFit training Valley, which was another CrossFit gym in town. And, um, 
guy that owned that, um, you know, it was running, had started some CrossFit in there. Um, a lot of you guys, you know, maybe know, you know, Scott's running that stuff. My brother had grown up with him. We were kind of friends. So I got into that, started doing that. Um, the owners there and, and, and employees kind of had a little bit of a falling out um, and things kind of split up. And I had a good friend there at the time. And so we were like, hey, you know, I was looking for a change. Um, the guy that actually owned the gym wasn't sure how into running actual CrossFit he was. So we had approached him and said, hey, look, let's, um, you know, we would love to buy this and run it. You know, it's a win, win, win. You can kind of cash out, um, you know, the members, you know, get two guys that are, you know, ready to rock and roll and kind of, you know, bump this place up. And um, so I'm not so sure how much of like an entrepreneur that is kind of took over an existing business Yeah. Um, and ran it. But, you know, you don't make a lot of changes. You know, you do some, you have some ideas, but when something's kind of structured in place, it's hard to make a lot of change. Um and then, you know, things transpired for a couple of years. We had kind of had some differences, ended up parting ways. I ended up selling out my part. Um, and then um, just had some time, right, just kind of focusing, figuring out what to do. Um, had a couple of people approach me about opening up a gym. Didn't really want to partner um, again, you know. And then just the right doors opened. Um, I actually had like a private investor I was able to go and secure a loan with. And then so um, – I had just been kind of dreaming and thinking about the whole CrossFit simplicity thing. And, um, and that's kind of how it spawned. Um, and it was, you know, we wanted to be a little bit different as far as, um, you know, I was thinking, Hey, look, what can we kind of, cause at times, you know, and this is not knocking anything I was there doing it, but you know, CrossFit can be so intimidating and at, at training Valley running things there, we did a lot of Olympic lifting, did a lot of lifting in class that can be a little polarizing and a little bit intimidating. And so with CrossFit Simplicity and even behind the name, I was like, man, I just want this to be a gym that is just as unintimidating as possible for a CrossFit gym, which is tough. That's a definitely, you know, yeah, yeah oxymoron there. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's just something that like just the average person could see themselves coming to that would be a little bit more geared on just like, getting fit to live and improve your normal life, right? Not getting fit necessarily to go to the CrossFit games. Yeah. And um, yeah. And so just like I said, the doors kind of opened. It was an awesome experience too, because was able to just kind of find this awesome like warehouse space and it was just empty. And so for the first time, I actually kind of felt like, Hey, we're actually getting to build this from the ground up um, and kind of totally make it our own. I had amazing, um, I don't know what to call her, young lady. She's like my sister. I love her. Um, Felicia Sinka that was at Training Valley as well. And, um, you know, approached her, amazing personality. If you've ever had, you know her, if you ever had a class mm -hmm. with her or something, does all of our on-ramp stuff and, like, on-boarding. Uh, um, just approached her. I said, hey, you got the best personality. Um, you know, you would just be amazing just to help me. And so she came on the team really early. You know, we built out the gym. And um, it has just been going great. So that's kind of our thing here. We're a little more geared towards uh, conditioning bias, just to say that the majority of our workouts throughout the week, um, if you're not following some sort of extra programming on the side that we offer, our main class programming is really mostly conditioning bias. It's just your normal average person looking to kind of, you know, lose some weight, tone up, get in shape, get a little bit of muscle definition, um, you know, just kind of increase those health markers. And so it's been it's been a blast here. We've really been, we've been fortunate. We've had a really good community and built a good atmosphere. And so it's really kind of, um, it's almost like taking off on its own really. So, yeah.
It's been well, really cool. Like, that was one thing I, I noticed. I was looking through all the pictures and everything. You know, you guys are going for as simple as possible. And you guys even have the quote, you know, founded on the belief that you should not live to work out, but should work out to live. And I find it so interesting that you guys have such a diverse group of people, not just like people in general, but like the age wise, like you have people in their 50s and 60s and you have these young bucks in there and they're like 19 year olds. So literally it's like an everybody's gym. Oh, yeah. It's so cool. I think that's a huge misconception, too, that people have about CrossFit is um that it's just full of CrossFit Games athletes. And, um, you know, especially your normal CrossFit gym, not even us, but just any kind of gym, you know, you're going to find so many different people that are, and that's the thing too, you know, we, we base it off of emotional maturity and things like that. But, um, you know, we've had, you know, um, parents come and, and we've had, you know, young students join us that are, you know, 13, 14 years old, like you said, all the way up into, you know, somebody in their early seventies. Um, and so, yeah, it really is. It really is. Neat. And that's the beauty of it. And, you know, because you've been involved in it. But that's what's so interesting about just the ability to kind of scale and modify workouts where you'll have 10 different people in a class, all age ranges, all ability levels. Everybody's doing the same base workout, but everybody's modifying those movements to kind of meet them where they're at. And um, and yeah, that was a big thing, too. It's so interesting that you, you read that. That was one big thing as well. Um, was that, yeah, just that whole thing where I think people can get so caught up in, um, and it's a great thing, don't get me wrong. I mean, hey, we have a lot of members that that's their bread and butter. And without those people, you know, we, we, they're a vital part of our community. But so many people get caught up on um, fitness as their life, but you got a whole other group of people that really, they want to live their life outside of the gym. You know, they just want to come yeah. in, hit an hour workout, and be feel a whole lot better when they go hiking with the family on the weekend or they rent a couple um, kayaks and go to the Hall River or they're paddle boarding or they're going to the beach and going for a run or something. You know, they just want to feel better at life. And so uh, it's really neat. We have people that come in and, and they're there for two hours and they're hitting everything we put on the on the board, right? Anything on the program, yeah. next level, extra work. And then we got people that come in, get a good hour class, hit the road and kind of take home with life. So it's just, it's really neat, actually. It's a cool environment. Yeah, you guys definitely hit on that that new adage of as opposed to like everyone wanting to be a bodybuilder. It's the idea that your body is an instrument and not an ornament. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's really neat. I, I that's one thing. And um, there's the CrossFit community. I don't know about throwing this out there, but we're you know being honest here. CrossFit community things have been a little tumultuous lately. Um, mm-hmm. I know you've probably been keeping up with some of that Greg Glassman stuff. It's a little wild. Yeah. Um, and I just uh, whew, talk about you. This is just you got to bind your P's and Q's nowadays. But I don't want to get I don't want to get canceled. But but just as far as all that stuff's concerned, without even getting into any of those issues, one of the things that really terrified me the most was that CrossFit, apart from HQ, has just organically built this amazing community with 13,000 gyms worldwide. And so it's I, – I, I don't have a Jeep. I believe you have a Jeep, don't you? I got rid of a Jeep? Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. So yeah, no more. Got it quit, yeah. But but they say Jeep culture is like that. It's yeah. like you see somebody with a Jeep, and they got a Jeep, you got a Jeep. You know, hey, you know, you might be on a plane to Texas, and you're sitting beside somebody with a CrossFit shirt on, and immediately you just kind of know a certain set of things about this person or just share this kind of one common bond that you might be um, – like I was a dump truck driver and they might be a, a surgeon, but yeah. you share this kind of common bond of CrossFit. I think that was one of the things that was most terrifying for me is that I want to see a lot of these wrongs, you know, righted and stuff with, you know, some things that were said, 
but to lose the whole CrossFit community in general would just be, you know, a tragedy, I think, um, you know, when we have so much that it's, you know, really given us, you know, um, yeah. and kind of brings us together. So I was glad to see, I think CrossFit got a new, um, a new CEO sold out, got rid of glass and whatever your views are on that. But, um, I thought for sure, like, this is a bond. And so like, along that same line, I think for me, it's like, no matter whatever happens to CrossFit, that's how I'm going to be working out. That's the style of training I'm going to do, you know, yeah. forever. I really do really love it, passionate about it. I was going to ask, because uh, we're diving deep, is if, if there was ever going to be a time where you felt that simplicity would be bigger than CrossFit, Ooh. and you would just drop that name. That is so such a good question. That's got a lot of layers. You know, I think so. This is, I mean, like I said, diving deep, whatever, you know, we're getting you in trouble. A lot of people <laughs> made a knee jerk reaction on that whole deal. So if yeah. you're listening, you're not 100% sure what's going on. Greg Glassman, the former CEO of CrossFit, had, um, I think he said maybe out of frustration for some things going on um, with the whole shutdown. And, you know, it's been tough right now. I'll be honest. I don't want to get too into it but we've been getting a lot of mixed signals from the government you know on uh, you yeah. know, is the mask work does it not work is anybody really dying from this or what are the numbers really um you know so i think out of frustration made some comments we've also had a lot of social unrest going on right now um but then if you want to go a little deeper come to find out maybe he wasn't running the best environment for his employees um in general right so i'm glad to see yeah. some of those changes but no that's something that comes up um regularly because if you don't know a lot about it we're not a franchise so we aren't um like a chick-fil-a which let me plug i would love to have by the way but like a chick-fil-a you know they're a franchise they're pretty much run by the chick-fil-a corporation and they have autonomy i'm sure and they're like based at their store but they pay a certain percentage of what they make all this other stuff so the way crossfit works is we're just an affiliate so i just pay a fee every year to crossfit and then with that fee i'm allowed to use their name you know, likeness, all that kind of stuff, right? I can kind of market for it. And so what you're trying to ask yourself every year is, well, hey, are these thousands of dollars, is that worth, you know, whatever like marketing advertising, like Taz and CrossFit does. And so if we get people all the time close to us, like our, my friends or different gym members that are like, man, you should just drop CrossFit. You would be okay. And, you know, I think for me, just being like real transparent, the the thing is that, and that's something interesting about being like a, a, business in a small town community mm -hmm. right and so it's like i think there's a lot of pros and cons to it but one of the things is that you know we have to educate someone pretty heavily about why they should pay 145 dollars a month for their membership so that's our normal kind of average membership we have some discounts for students and first responders things like that but in general most of our people are following that 145 a month line and crossfit does a great job of doing that for us even if no one knows a lot about it, and this is going to sound kind of ironic, kind of funny, but people just expect CrossFit to be expensive. They just know, oh, CrossFit, that's expensive, even yeah. if they don't know why. And it's our, it's our, and so now, well, what I believe, and this is the truth, it's you're getting a great value. I mean, we're, we're telling you exactly what to do. You're getting coached. Like I said, if you're in a, you know, eight person class, you got one coach watching eight people. Our coaches have, you know, hundreds, I have thousands of hours of coaching experience you know, we're able to watch those people and give them a good value and really help them out. Um, you know, so your value is in that coaching, that information, those classes, the atmosphere that we build, um, just the motivation, encouragement that you're getting and the results. Um, but if all of a sudden we're fitness simplicity 
and somebody Googles, let's say you're a lady and you Google a, a gym in town and it's maybe an all women's gym or just 24 hour gym and it's $30 a month. Yeah. Right. And then you also see CrossFit Simplicity and it's $145 a month. But without that CrossFit, you're just like, why in the heck? Right. I would have to somehow blast out or get in front of these people's face and say, hey, let me take two or three minutes just to explain to you why. Yeah. Like they wouldn't even know. Is that a gym that you just walk into and do your own thing? Is that a 24 hour gym? So I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I think the, the thing that you're talking about there is building up um, just a and we do have this, which is amazing. It's just good. But just building up a good base of membership to where the majority of your stuff is coming from referrals anyway. And I yeah. think at that point, do you really need the CrossFit name? Like, I, you know, maybe not. Um, but for me, I, and I'm just so, I just really do believe in, you know, what it's done for me and what it's done for so many people in the community that we've built that I almost saw our community already as larger or more important than the CrossFit HQ community. Yeah. And that was something that was kind of interesting too, because we actually, if you go to my gym or you're one of my coaches, especially you hear this and they kind of pick on me about it. And cause I'm kind of like, you know, harsh about it. But I'm like always saying, hey, I don't give a crap what's going on at CrossFit HQ. And it's kind of funny, but CrossFit HQ, and I'm probably speaking for other CrossFit gyms, doesn't do a lot for us. Yeah. We don't get – I don't – I've never received a call. Hey, how you doing? Can I send you some material? What do you need help on? Is there any area of your gym you feel like you might be struggling on? I mean, you pay that money, and you're really just paying to get that name, any advertising they do. So I've never been really emotionally attached to them anyway. So when these things happen, or these statements happen, it was really easy for me to disconnect and say, hey, that ain't CrossFit simplicity. And if you don't believe it, come in here and find out how we treat people, how we care for all of our members. You know, it doesn't matter who you are, what you are, CrossFit simplicity. I mean, you got a home. And um, But I think for some people on the outside, you know, they did wonder like, oh, is that, you know, how closely is CrossFit simplicity tied in with CrossFit HQ? And the real answer is not very much. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting question. It's, it's always something, hey, when you're the one forking out the thousands of dollars, it does cross your mind. Hey, would I be okay without this, you know? Name. Well, see, I, that, this, was a, this was a point of view that I, I actually, this was the biggest reason why I wanted this uh, interview is, you know, you, you hear from me and you, you hear from other people. And obviously the knee jerk reaction when the whole thing happens is like, well, these gyms should just drop it. But hearing from your point of view, the absolute that there is value in that $2,000 because, you know, to the general public, we just go, well, that's a waste. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the ignorance of being in the public. Yeah, it's definitely it's yeah, we value it for sure. I mean, you do there is a certain and think about this, too. So, you know, we try to do um, I don't want to give away too many secrets, but, you know, I am interested in our SEO ranking, you know, mm -hmm. so uh, that's search engine optimization. But, you know, and so it's important to me that if someone Googles CrossFit Burlington or even gyms in Burlington that I'm, you know, up towards the top or on that first page, it's an important thing. You know, if you're in business for yourself, it's something that you think about. And um. So that's one thing I think a lot of people didn't realize either is that if you were to drop that, um, you totally lose any kind of SEO stuff you've done in the past by changing that name. You can try to keep it close to your old name, um, but also, you know, some people search specifically for a CrossFit gym. They move here from Texas or from, you know, down east North Carolina or maybe from you know, New York or wherever they move from, right? And then they, they want to do CrossFit here, so they search, you know, CrossFit Burlington, 
or CrossFit Burlington, North Carolina, and then they kind of find us. So it, it does have its thing. And then again, for me also, like I said, it's just, you know, I love and am passionate about this style of fitness. And, you know, I'm also not one of those like hardliners that thinks that CrossFit invented the world. Look, sports performance, strength conditioning has been around forever. Uh, CrossFit did a great job at marketing it, branding it, um, kind of quantifying it. And I think it just took off. Um, so, you know, there's tons of people who do, you know, military is a great example, do CrossFit all the time, have been doing yeah. it all the time, but don't actually call it CrossFit. Um, but, you know, for us, it was still kind of important. And so that's kind of what we always said. I said, hey, look, let me just wait before I make a big decision. Let me just see what kind of happens. And it sounds like now people are happy with the new CEO. I saw a funny meme. Apparently somebody had scrolled back to like his all the way to 2012 tweets. Nothing bad in there. Found nothing to – so he's yeah. good to get – they vetted him out. So I'm, I'm happy with the changes, you know, that have been taking place. And you know, we, we are happy to be able to stay, you know, a CrossFit gym because, hey, at the end of the day, um, man, if these people are, are, you know, are not, you know, holding up to the standards and moral, you know, values that I hold up to myself, then I don't want to be a part of the organization. Yeah. Um, but I was glad it was things were kind of rectified to some extent, so – Definitely happy about that. Awesome. So for like a, a week to base, what goes into, because you guys do your own uh, programming, right? So, yeah, this is interesting. This is actually a great question. People ask this a lot. So kind of yes and a no, and I'm going to have to like plug somebody else. This guy might be an awesome person on your podcast as well in the future. Um, so we do, so we actually, this is a great question. I can try to give you the super brief. So, when we were at Training Valley, we were following something called the Outlaw Way. Some people know it, love it, hate it. It's a lot of lifting, going heavy a lot. It was really hard to get a member into a class. And if they're new and they don't pick it up quick, you're really going to lose them. They're going to fall through the cracks um, because class moves very fast to get in. Let's say something that everybody, your listeners might know, like a squat to get in some uh, five sets of three back squats and then to break that down and get into a conditioning piece that's maybe three rounds of a 400-meter run, uh, 10 deadlifts, 20 pull-ups, right? Yeah. Just to knock that out in one hour, the class has to move so fast. There's no time to, like, really say, like, hey, Jimmy, like, yeah, man, let's look at this squat, or what are we going to do to scale this? Or, you know, there's not a lot of time. And so that was one thing, open up simplicity, I really wanted to kind of change. I wanted to say, we don't need to lose people. We need to give them a good foundation. We need to make sure that classes also, they learn a lot in our classes. And so I started looking around, shopping around a guy that had been in the game forever. And you know, him was um, Chris Spieler. Yeah. Um, and so had got up with um, him, emailed him. I'd like Pat Sherwood's another guy. They're really similar, similar beliefs. And they are really into that kind of belief of like, Hey, look, one hour of a good CrossFit workout, five days a week, for your the rest of your life like that is the prescription for fitness you know that's all you need you hit a good class it has variance right it's you know well thought out you do that class you hit it hard you do that five days a week you're you're going to be healthy you're going to be fit it's not saying you need so much other stuff and remember we're kind of marketing here to just your average person right who's just tired of stumbling around maybe a gold you know you've been working out forever if you go into a golds right now or planet fitness you can easily put yourself together something that's effective but a lot of people can, you know, they're like, Hey, look, I went to school to, you know, study sociology. I don't know about this. Um, and so 
we really wanted to kind of like reach that market. So I reached out to him, Icon Athletes, the programming. Um, he sent me about a month. I tried it out myself and um, ended up falling in love with it and started purchasing it for the gym when we opened up. And the thinking was that, and I'm not knocking myself at all, been in, in the game for quite a long time now, owning a gym for about five years, doing CrossFit, heavy, heavy since 2012, on and off since 2005. Um, but I'm thinking, hey, look, who can program better? For a general population, Chris Feeler, one of the longest times games athletes out there, you know, or me trying to coach seven classes a day. Literally, when we opened up, I was coaching the 5.30 a.m., the 6.30 a.m., the 8.30 a.m., the 12, the 4.30, the 5.30, and the 6.30. Seven yeah. classes a day. <laughs> it was nuts, man. Good. I mean, Christ. and I would get off at 7.30, go home, try to eat, try to see the kids, try to get some sleep, wake up at, you know, 4.30, 4.45, get back to the gym at 5.15 and do it all over again. Um, so it was just so much. So that was a godsend. I loved it. And another thing that I thought was really big about it is, and I've experienced this, um, uh, not necessarily any specific gym around here, but just in gyms in general, is that you'll have all your members following one program, but then your coaches or yourself or something is following a different program. So then when those layers get kind of peeled back, people are like, well, wait a second, like this programming is good enough for me but it's not good enough for you that you need to follow something different. And that was huge for me is that um, our coaches, staff, they follow icon. We love it. Um, Every once in a while we touch base on it. Hey, is everybody still in love with this? Are we liking it? Um, And so it was really nice too, to be able to say, Hey, look guys, this is what I choose for my personal fitness. I believe in this. And so it's easy for me to say, Hey, this is going to be a great prescription for you. And along those same lines, really not to get too salesy, but, that's why it's so easy for me to promote CrossFit. And I try to be one of those guys that goes to a holiday party. I don't bring it up, right, unless somebody else does. Um, but if somebody wants to know about it, the best sales pitch for me is I say, hey, if you know me or my family, they know. Nobody cares more about their personal fitness than Daniel Blackwell, right? I, I do. I care about mine. So if you see me doing something, you know I believe that's the most effective thing because I'm not going to spend an hour and a half of my day on something that I don't believe works, yeah, you know, I'd do something different. Um, but yeah, so along those lines, and not to get too long-winded here, but kind of segueing into that, actually in the past, um, gosh, six plus months maybe, and then especially here lately in the past, maybe four or so, three or four months, we've actually started kind of deviating a little bit. So we have a guy, one of my uh, great friends, his name's uh, Nick DeMarco. He's actually um, the director of sports performance like all the strength conditioning program over at Elon University. And um, he's one of our members. We train together every day. And we've actually been kind of getting into um, tweaking things and adjusting things just for the membership and everything. Um, Over quarantine was a great time to kind of look at stuff and evaluate stuff. Um, And so we actually started some new things. We do some aerobic work on Thursdays where we deviate from Spieler. And um, we kind of alternate. I want to get to – I don't know, technical and lose anybody, but basically what we do is we have a Thursday that's an aerobic power day. We have a Thursday that's an aerobic capacity day. And then we have a Thursday that's a cardiac output day. And we Mm -hmm. kind of tested that for a couple months, saw just amazing results. And so what we do is we kind of program those days together, hit them, test them. And then we cycle through that every Thursday it changes. And I think that's going to be a big thing for our members coming up this year is that we just saw um, just, fitness levels shooting up just individually for ourselves. Um, just our ceiling that we can push our heart rate to, how long we can keep it there, how long we can sustain it. 
sustained steady work. And so um, that has been really cool. So we usually test things out um, about a week ahead of the class. We'll work out together, tweak the program, stuff like that. So yeah, so it's like a, it's a mixture of icon um, and then ourselves just kind of messing with some stuff and throwing in what might be a little more relevant for our members. You guys got like a fitness alchemy going on. Well, we got a fitness alchemy. It's awesome. Actually, it's been an amazing environment. It's been, um, I will say this, I've been super excited um, coaching classes lately. It's just been, it seems like every week um, they make fun of me at the whiteboard, but every week I get a class and I say, Hey guys, this is one of my favorite pieces from last week, you know? So, and yeah. it actually helped. It's nice. It's that's one thing I've also believed into as far as being a coach is um, there's nothing will give you more confidence or is better than speaking to something that you've actually hit yourself. So when you've hit a workout, you say, Hey guys, I've done this. This is how I feel. This is how I felt. This is what I would do. Um, I think it adds a lot of value to the members for sure. Yeah. That's really cool. What are, uh, what are some crazy um, success stories with your current or past members that you guys. Yeah, we need to, yeah, we need to highlight some of this stuff more. Um, you know, I think that would be, that would be so beneficial. That's awesome. That's as soon as you said that, I thought, gosh, you know, you ought to be able to go onto our website and see this, you know? Um, and I know some of our members will listen to this, so I don't want to embarrass people too much. Um, you know, I would say our most common success story is just people that are just able to just to feel so much better. You know, that's our big thing. And we had a gentleman come to us, uh, gosh, it's been a while back. Um, and you know, could barely, you know, bend over, playing baseball with his grandson, right? Throwing a ball, mm -hmm. had to almost get down to a knee, pick up a ball. Not a very old gentleman either, you know. I mean, I, you know, and um, but just a total loss of mobility virtually. Um, and so we started doing a little bit of one-on-one -on -one stuff and then quickly jumped into class. And um, it was amazing. Just the other day we were talking, I said, man, look at you, you know, squatting below parallel, can bend down. I think those are like your biggest kind of success stories. Um, yeah. Apart from, you know, of course, people, you know, losing a lot of weight is always really fun to see. Again, this is kind of embarrassing. I don't want to, um, <laughs> you know, to be able to listen to this maybe, but, um, but this guy is one of my you know, good friends as well. Um, we actually have a guy right now, um, which will be one of our like adaptive athletes. Um, he has one arm, um, and has just been coming in and like crushing it. We actually shared a story of his that he had posted on Instagram the other day who he's had an amazing weight loss journey. He's lost like 200 pounds, not all with us though. He lost a lot of this weight before and then he's getting into it now with us. So it's really neat to see him. Um, we posted some stuff of him picking up a 150 pound sandbag taking it, lifting it up to his shoulder, throwing it, you know, or throwing it over a box. Um, just really neat stuff like that. But the stuff that gets me the most like fired up is just um, the little kind of day-to-day -day stuff. Um, you know, we just had somebody join the other day um, and, you know, definitely got some weight to lose, you know, for lack of a better word. And I said, hey man, how you feeling? He said, gosh, I, no comparison, you know, 10 times better than what I was three weeks ago. And that's the kind of stuff that just really kind of fires you up about like, hey, man, this stuff is working. Or we'll have somebody that comes in and is a smoker, you know, and quit smoking. That's like, oh, man, that's the lifestyle stuff that's going to like actually pay dividends to, you know, just your long term health. So, yeah, that's really cool. Well, that's pretty awesome. So I got a uh, I think we covered a whole lot. I got like one more question. This yeah, hit more, me. this one's more like fun based. Yes. Hit me. Hit me. I'm sorry. I'm, I'll get long winded with all this. stuff. No, this is perfect, man. What is, in your opinion, as a coach and a gym owner, what is the greatest lift one person could do oh, to get fit? Oh, man. 
This is a very tough question. This is a very tough question. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out two answers here, real real brief. So I think if you gave me you gave me one lift, I could do the rest of my life. I think I'll pick the deadlift. I think okay. it's for absolute strength. You know, we're gonna work. You know, upper and lower body. A lot of people don't think about your upper back, right? Your arms are holding the bar, shoulders grip, but a lot of legs and stuff too. Um, stuff that you don't quite hit in the back squat. So I'm gonna go with that. Um, but if you told me I could only do one lift the rest of my life, or I think the lift that teaches people the most patience and is just the most rewarding lift, I would have to say, and people probably hate this and the cross all my members listening, like, ah, I don't tired of hearing it, but I love the snatch. That is my, that is my most favorite lift. I think no PR, no personal best personal record is as sweet as when you add five pounds to your snatch. So I think just the complexity of the movement, just the power generation that happens, um, you know, it's super functional. The bar is moving from the floor directly overhead in one movement. I just think the snatch is the, the coolest movement that we have. So I'm um, on a desert island. I've only got one thing. I guess I'll deadlift. Um, See, but... I, I, if you're on a desert island, I'm learning to swim. Get the hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you already know how to swim. It's the rest of us that are going to be in trouble. That's what we need to do is get these swim wads back going. I need to get out there and actually figure out, learn how to swim again. I have been trying to get this place open and ready, but they, uh, with all the COVID and everything, the city of Burlington will not open. It's crazy, man. What is going on with this stuff? Is this thing real? I mean, I'm just every day I ask myself, I'm just like this thing. I just, I just don't know. I don't know. I, I'm getting more. I'm be honest, I, I don't mind wearing the mask at the store. I feel like a bandit or something. Oh yeah. I know. It's just almost like a safety thing. Is this safe? Should everybody be wearing a mask? Like might as well just turn <laughs> off the cameras at this point. I mean, you got your mask on. I mean, it doesn't even it doesn't even matter. But yeah, I'm I'm hoping that we'll that this thing will be behind us and we can get back to some normalcy here pretty soon. So, but if not, we'll just keep rocking and rolling. That's the thing. Hey, that's the thing about CrossFit too. Like, right? Every day you come in, you just adapt, you know, and uh, find a way to get it done. One of the biggest things I think about the whole um, CrossFit just methodology in general, or what the practical application that we see like every single day. It's just it makes you a stronger person, you know, mentally. I think it's really great when you have to learn how to, like, push yourself and get through stuff. And I think right now with this COVID crisis, people are getting tested mentally. You know, I think it's a stressful time for a lot of people. And um, I don't want to plug. This sounds insane, but I actually mean it from the bottom of my heart. Um, I do think we are super essential because if you just want to you just talk to any scientist, you can look it up. Don't take my word for it. But, um, man, exercise in any form. It's just one of the best stress relievers. So I definitely encourage anybody listening right now, man, you ain't got to come to CrossFit Simplicity, but you definitely got to get out there and take a walk around the neighborhood or get some fresh air, some vitamin D, and keep on rolling. Yeah, man. Well, dude, this was a, this was a very insightful podcast, man. Dude, I, this, is, this has been a blast for me. You know me. I'm long-winded. We can do it again. We can just throw out there, you know, any topic you want. We'll just take you. Just, you invite me and let me know. Give me a day to prepare. I'm good to go. All right. Uh, we're <laughs> Once this goes in, we're going to talk about Boogaloo Boys and all the. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing it. We're doing it. Well, guys, uh, be sure to check out Daniel and his staff at CrossFit Simplicity. They're based in downtown Burlington. The facility is great. The color scheme is amazing. Like, literally, when he said that you can walk in and feel at home, you literally do. It's super clean, awesome stuff. Uh, be sure to check them out at www.crossfitsimplicity.com. Instagram is at CrossFit Simplicity. And, guys, give them some love. Daniel, thank you again for being on the pod. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Guys, this is another uh, Tuesday episode. I'll catch you on the next one. Later. Later.
Yay!